Hello and welcome to the Bible Podcast, a podcast for pastors, church planters, ministers, anyone who is doing the work of ministry and working in the marketplace at the same time. This is your time of encouragement and I am your host, Ade Subbanjo. Welcome. Today's topic is how to deal with distractions as a bivocational minister. How to deal with distractions as a bivocational minister. So um, recently I we've been working on structuring our church to better capture the growth that God has given to us and prepare ourselves for more growth in the next couple of years. And as we work on restructuring, I discovered that the more structure you have, the better you are able to expand and to sustain the growth or the the profit, the benefits that you already have. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm learning that and working on that as, as we go on. So I, I want to talk today about um, distractions. What are the things that would distract uh, a minister and how can we reduce distractions or minimize distractions. So today I'm not going to say a lot more about um, personal things. I'm going to answer that uh, at the end because the question that I have to answer today is is quite personal. So I'm going to go straight to the discussions uh, for today. And, you know, in considering distractions what are the things that distract ministers in general i would say every anything can be a distraction really anything can be a distraction if we don't know exactly what the goal is so the first point is what is the goal and anything that doesn't get us towards the goal is a distraction so we we need to define what our goal is what is your goal as a minister how do you measure success or progress and then once we know what the the yardstick by which we're measuring success or progress then anything that distracts us that removes from that that limits that that this that doesn't allow us to go towards that goal or achieve that goal is a distraction so we're going to um, look at some of the things that will distract. Uh, personally, what has been some distractions in my life. The the goal f- for me and for my family uh, has always been as a minister to draw as many people to the kingdom as possible and to establish them. So that's the goal. Draw people to the kingdom, establish them in the kingdom, release them to go and draw others into the kingdom, who will be establishing the kingdom. So disciples, making disciples, making disciples until Jesus comes. That's the goal. So now, what are the distractions? What are the things that can hinder me or any other minister from achieving this goal? And what are those things that have hindered me personally in the past? And some of them are work. You know, you, you have to still work as a Bible minister. They can, it can become a distraction. So you, you, you begin to work so much that you don't remember your, your goals or the things that you're supposed to do in area of ministry, family, expectations from 
from extended family expectation from even your immediate family if it's not well defined can become a distraction finances finances when you don't have enough to do what you need to do or when you want to have more or when you suddenly discover that you could really be doing way better financially can become a distraction security just wanting to to be sure of what's next wanting to be, to to have something that you can call yours can become a distraction ego um, can be a distraction and fears many other things that you you the list goes on you, as you think about it you discover that you know those things that kind of distract you um tv social media and all that will distract on short term basis and some for long you know you could just lock into a a series on tv and it could be a major distraction um and so many other things the 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 key here is that we need to evaluate to discover that we are being distracted if you don't evaluate if you don't go back to look at how you're doing you may not even know that you're distracted and and so what i want to share with us are some of the tips some of the things that i've learned over the years uh that has helped me to maintain focus and continue to build uh, according to the pattern that God has given and and continue to re- recenter myself. I I must confess that over the years I've been distracted here and there, uh, but what I'm trying to say is that when the distractions come, they should not l- last. So if you're distracted for a, a minute or two days or one day, you get back on track. What we don't want to be to happen is to be distracted for a long time only to find out that we've been distracted for for months for years uh, that's that's the key and as we work on on this i pray that those that are listening to me today would notice if they are being distracted and get back on track so here are some of the tips that um i've used over the years to help me and the very first one is what i said having a clear vision of what god has called you to do it must be clear you must be able to envision yourself 25 years 40 years down the line what would you be doing like for example i know what i'll be doing 25 years 40 years 50 years as long as christ tarries and my life is he allowed to remain here on earth i will be doing god's work i i see myself sold out to god uh, the joy that i have is serving and releasing myself to be used to draw others into the kingdom of god to establish them in the kingdom and to see them go and do the same that that's what i want to do that's what i believe i'm called to do now the tools that i will use will keep changing over the years and i've noticed that this podcast is a new medium that i'm using to do the same work and i don't know what the law would allow me to use uh for 4 5 years down the line but the vision is clear what is it to draw people into the kingdom establish them and encourage them to go and do the same now even those that i didn't i wasn't part of bringing them into the kingdom i i want to encourage everybody i meet to build the kingdom of God to to spread the good news of Jesus all around the earth that that's the vision 
Now, anything that makes that not to happen is a distraction. And the next thing I want to mention is that apart from having a clear vision, it is important to also realize that as Christians, as ministers, we are crucified with Christ. Paul uh, exemplified that and said that uh, in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, where he says, I'm crucified with Christ. In other words, the, there's no life for me as a person, really. My, my life is now embedded in Christ. The whole life that I have now is the life of Christ. So there's no need to try to build a kingdom for myself. There's no need to try to build a name for myself. All I need to do is focus on building the name of Jesus. And as the name of Jesus is being built, I'm satisfied with just being a servant and being part of that. That that's that's my joy. I I there comes a time where one has to decide that. I think for a person to be effective in ministry, any minister must come to the point where you decide that you don't need any name for yourself anymore. That day is the day when you realize that you are crucified, you are dead. There's nothing for you to aim for for yourself. Everything now belongs to Jesus and the desire will be to have Jesus glorified. So I, I pray that as you listen to this, it, it stirs up a, a, a desire in your heart to really let, all, let go of all your goals and ambition for yourself and embed all of that into Christ. Just, you know, give it all for Jesus and, and, and become a person that will promote the name of Jesus for the rest of your life and be satisfied with that. And I believe that that is the, the reason why God created us and called us in the first place. And uh, the, third, the third portion and third thing that I've done that has helped me is what? To become an excellent time manager. You know, so three things. The first one, have a clear vision. Second one, know that you're crucified with Christ. And the third one, be an excellent time manager. And once you're able to put these three things in place, distractions will become very reduced. You know, I, I remember one time I, I got to, to have an idea of how much some of my colleagues, you know, were making those who graduated the University uh, of Concordia um, around the same time I graduated and were working. And I compared it with the kind of money that I was receiving um, uh, in the church, which was almost nothing at that time. Um, it, 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 it almost brought a distraction, you know, because I began to wonder, why am I suffering so much? I could be working and serving at the same time. But you know what? That was not the design for me. That was not how God wanted me to operate. So there's a need to to really let go of our own plans and our own strategies. I'm not saying that you shouldn't uh, work hard or I, I'm not saying you should resign your, your job. This is a Bible podcast. So what I'm saying is that as ministers, make up your mind that even that work that I'm doing at the workplace, I'm doing it because Jesus wants me there. And the moment he, he says no, then I'm gone. I, I it's not your work or life to build. It is his life to build. 
Now, so three things, I'm going to repeat them. Have a clear vision. Be understand that you're crucified with Christ and then be an excellent time manager. And I want to talk about the third point because it really helped me. I didn't um, take note of this earlier on, but as God began to deal with me and help me to to mentor um, people who are work at work at the same time ministers and that God allowed me to do some other things that were not directly um, church related, I began to see that there's a need to manage the time so well. And that means you need to schedule your time to pray alone with God. You, you, know, you may think that, oh, as pastors, we pray for several hours a day, but that, that's not true for, for many pastors. Why? Because the moment you wake up, Things begin to happen that could distract you. Cause you know someone someone has a problem here. There's a hospital um, call. There's a need to go and pray with someone. There's a need to explain to somebody, counsel someone, and you could spend your whole day running from one place to the other, and you've not done what really matters, which is listening to the boss and hearing what he wants you to do for the day. That's prayer. It, you should schedule prayer. Schedule it. Put it on your time. You know, if you're working, if you have time, uh, office hours in the church, schedule some of it for prayer. Schedule time for Bible study. Schedule time for your work, for your business as a Bible. Study. Uh, schedule time with family. This is very important because somehow we, we think our family members, our wives, our, our husbands, our children are in the ministry with us. They are not. You are the one that has been called. They are part of you, yes. They are involved in one form of the ministry or the other, but they are not in the same position. So it's important to schedule them into your, your, your day and into your life. Schedule time with family. Schedule church administrative responsibilities. If you don't schedule them, they will take the whole day, and they are not as important as the spiritual responsibilities. They are also important, yes, but you can't spend all your time doing admin work and forgetting to build your spirit. So schedule time for admin responsibilities and don't neglect them. That's what I used to do at the beginning. I would just not do the admin work and then things would just go upside down. And at, at a point, I, I would then say, okay, I need to do the admin work, and I'll be doing that. And I would discover that, man, I'm not praying, I've not studied. So schedule, schedule work, schedule sermon preparation. Don't replace sermon preparation with, uh, story. don't replace your time of Bible study with sermon preparation. That's a mistake that many of us have made in the past where you, you go for a month and you discover that all your Bible study was just sermon preparation. That, that doesn't build you. I discover that the best way for me, as I, as I do now, is just continuously study the books of the Bible. I'm always studying one book or the other. And then when it's time to minister, I draw from my, sermon note, from my notes or my own notes that I've made during my private time. And then I add other research to it. So schedule someone preparation, schedule visitation, personal interaction, schedule time for personal growth and development. We need to have time to read other books um, that have been written by other ministers. We need to you know, have time for that. Schedule time for interaction with other ministers. 
schedule time for physical workout and exercise. And you know what you can do? You can schedule the time to listen to the Bible podcast with your exercise. You know what? I, I have to put that in there. Anyway, just um, just kidding. But, you know, schedule everything. Even time to listen to the podcast. Schedule it. Try as much as possible to schedule. And I've discovered that as, as I've been trying to schedule, I have discovered that I have more time to do the things that I want to do. And one thing that I, I've learned lately is also schedule your free time. Have some times that it's not booked, it's not scheduled, it's just free for, for the Holy Spirit to use to, to bless somebody. You know, sometimes I go out, I, I need to meet someone, and I feel that, you know what, I need to spend some time with this person. Or sometimes I'm driving to a place and I feel like, you know what, I'm going to stop and just connect with somebody on, on the street randomly. And God has used that to, to bless people, bless me, and taught me so many things. So schedule some free time into your day, into your week. I, I don't, I'm not saying you should schedule every minute of the day, or, you know, but I mean schedule your week. You know, some things will be, you'll be do, will be done on Monday, some will be done on Tuesday. Just have, have a schedule. Have an idea of what, is, what you are doing and what you will be doing tomorrow, the next day. And that gives you kind of an idea of how you how you are being you are balancing things out so that when things come in that are not necessarily in line with what you need to do you'll be able to recognize that you know what this is not my schedule this is wasting my time it's a distraction right there and i'm not going to allow it to continue and, and that's how that's how i have been and been doing this uh, over the years and and it has helped me i, I pray that the, the foundation on which the scheduling is built will be yours too, where you realize that, you know what, I'm, I'm available, I'm, I'm a servant, available to the Holy Spirit to use every day. Every morning when I wake up, I'm, I'm just open. I say, Holy Spirit, this is another day I'm here. Whatever you want to do, that's what I'm, I'm open for. I don't know how this day is going to be. This is what I plan to do, and this is, uh, I, I'm ready for you. You, you got the whole of my life, use it as you want. And every day, it's, a, as an, it's an exciting day. It's an exciting day. And I know that can be your story too. Even those that go to work, you know, you, you get to work and boom, as soon as you get to work, your, your superior officer is there giving you stuff. Or if it's your business, things are happening. People come to you, this is broken, this needs to be replaced, this needs to be done. And you know what? Some of us are, have this kind of jobs, and you're there. Once you're sucked into the job, the next thing you see is 5 p.m. You can't remember what happened during the day. It's been a very crazy day. Yes, the reason why is because maybe you've not yet mastered scheduling. So, for example, someone that knows that it can be very crazy at work, you schedule that. You know, when I get to work... I'm not going to listen to anybody or hear anybody, any complaints until 8.30. So you get there at 8 and you spend the first 30 minutes talking to the Holy Spirit. Say, so Holy Spirit, guide me today. I've given this day to you. And at 2 o'clock, I'm going to stop whatever I'm doing unless it's life-threatening. And I'm going to spend another 20 minutes with you just checking back. You know, that's scheduling. You schedule it. And you discover that you can take some of your day back. And uh, everybody has a different day. And I'm just giving this out because that helped me. And I believe it will help you too. You would have to you know, figure out how you're going to incorporate this into your own life.
So yeah, that's the that's the key. That's what I'm going to share with you today. The resource that I have for you today is very uh, relevant to what I've been discussing. There's an app that I've been using for um, about five years now, and uh, it's called Any.do. Any.do. A N Y dot D O. It's an app. It's available on Android and um, iOS platforms. That's the iPhones. So if you find it useful, go ahead. It's been useful for me. And I think there are many to-do lists that you can use. But this is so clean. And I am able to schedule different things. Things for the home. Things for the church. Things for my business. I have them written. And I just go over the things and I cross them out. And I know whenever I need to do something, I put in, in my also my Google Calendar. So I, I use that a lot. For any Bible minister, you need to be able to use this uh, scheduling tools and because you're busy, very busy. So that's it. That's, that's it for that. And the question I have to answer today is how is my health? People have been asking me that. How are you doing? Uh, that's people that have listened to the earlier podcast uh, episodes where I talked about my recovery from stroke and um, people are asking me, you know, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing very well. Um, I'm recovering my my muscles and my movements on my, uh, in my right leg and my right hand. My right hand is almost perfect, but it's not. It, it's getting there, but it's almost perfect. I, I believe that in the spiritual realm, it's done. I'm, I'm just taking it back. I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting what is already done in the spirit gradually. And um, my my leg, I discovered that you know when I'm because it's cold here in Canada. As I when I go out to walk during the in a cold weather, I'm I'm not able to walk as smoothly as I would when it's warm. So I'm doing my exercises. I'm walking every day. Um, trying to re- do my balancing and recover everything. I believe that I'm I'm going to walk exactly the way I was and and so I'm working hard on that and and I'm still trusting God to be able to run. So all that is what what's going on with my health. I'm strong, feeling well, energetic, lots of energy. I'm always ready to do a lot, but I pace myself because I don't really feel tired, so I just have to look at my schedule. Okay, it's time to go to bed, and and I do that. So that's how, that's that with my with the question for the week. I'm doing well, and I thank every one of you that's so concerned asking these questions. Thank you for listening every week and for your feedback. And I encourage you to you know ask me the questions that you have, uh, suggest make make your suggestions. And help other people access this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes if you if you have this on iTunes or on other podcasting platforms. Wherever you're listening to this, please leave a review and let other people get blessed by this. Thank you and uh, have a wonderful day. Father, I thank you for everyone that is listening to this. I pray that you will help us to understand these three things that we've discussed today that will help us to minimize distractions. Lord, I I pray that as people hear this, there will be great grace to really see 
how you you want us to live our lives they they will see that their lives is being used daily to draw others into the kingdom to establish others in the kingdom and to empower them to others to go back into the field and bring more people who will disciple even others i pray that you also help us to see that you are the one working you this is your work and we have been invited as servants as uh, as tools to be used by you to do this work and so we are not to design uh, how it's done we are to follow the design that you have made i pray that each one would know that while they are serving people in the in the restaurant or helping people in the hospital or designing bridges or designing homes whatever work that these ministers are doing that they would be able to recognize that that that's just a, a means to one end and that end is to draw others into your kingdom and i pray oh god that as each one of us continue our week that we will schedule properly and put you first all the time and, and as we put you first you you will open up the rest of the day to us and guide us and i pray that none of us will be so busy scheduling that we'll schedule you out of our schedule that we will be flexible enough to know that even when you we've scheduled and we've thought that this is what we ought to be doing that when you say no we'll be willing to scratch that and do what you want us to do may our lives be full of your presence and your joy in jesus name amen god bless you and see you next week thank you for listening to the bible podcast don't forget to head on to adesobanjo.com where you can join the conversation as well you can see my links to all the resources that i mentioned on this episode and and you can also ask your question there's a red button on the right hand side click on it and record your questions and i'll be glad to feature it on this podcast if this is your first episode of the bible podcast then i encourage you to listen to the older episodes there you will listen to the story of how god restored me after having a stroke and uh, i couldn't even walk listen and enjoy and be encouraged and and grasp some of the lessons that the lord taught me without having to go through a similar trauma